0: guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Man, that last episode, boy, I hope that tingled you. I hope it tickled you. I hope it did whatever it could with you to make you understand where you at. Where are you? See, remember I told you about the richest men in America? It was basically to illustrate the flaw in believing that money will solve all your problems. As a matter of fact, it's just going to make it worse. Think about it. Let's say you get an inheritance. You get a pay raise or a lottery winnings. See, it's going to soon turn into that same financial work, that financial mess, if not worse than the mess they were in before. Remember I told you about the guy, the druggie that won the lotto? And then he's like, yeah, I'm just going to buy drugs. Yeah, of course. Within two to five years, it's the same. How about all the other NBA stars, the Antoine Walkers of the world? Loaning out money, loaning out money, spend, 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 spend. They have no idea what to do with it. Shaquille O'Neal is one of the very lucky ones. At the very beginning, he bought his mom, uh, a Mercedes-Benz, all these dumbass, you know, all, these, all this bullshit, but it's because he had a very, very high paying salary, right? An extremely high paying salary. So that's why it was easy for him. But then he learned how to invest from a very, very young age. And so now this guy makes a ridiculous amount. Same thing with Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant's like, okay, I want royalties. I'm going to put out this book. I'm going to do this. I'm investing into this company and this entrepreneur and that over there. Something that he invested in, I forgot how much it was. I forgot if it was a Chinese brand or something like that. But let's just say he put maybe one to two million US into it. That shit's made almost one billion already. $600, $700 700, $600, 700000000 And that was probably about a year ago. Who knows? It maybe eclipsed the $1 billion mark already. See, those are assets. But because if you get an inheritance and you come from a poor background, and that poor background, obviously, poor standard of money, and you all you know how to do is to spend, 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 it's just going to make it worse. I'm going to give you a story. Best friend Andre. Yeah, you guys probably heard the podcast that I actually did with him. That podcast was fire. And unfortunately, Andre, when he came out, and you guys can go onto my ESL podcast. If you want to listen to that, just go on Spotify. Just type in Arsenio's ESL and Andre, A-N-D-R-E. That will have come up. If you want to hear that podcast, that note, you will get to know a lot about me and what this man has been through. Childhood friend, 1999. Andre came out the Navy in 2008. When he came out of the Navy, first he had to go into boot camp, in A school. Andre thought going to the Navy would do everything. He was just following the advice of another individual. If Andre did not go to the Navy, unfortunately, his mother will have put him in jail for good. Because she would call the cops on him. His sisters would abuse themselves and say that he did it. I mean, it was his family. I mean, and no offense to Andre, I love him dearly. But his family, they were vicious. They saw that he was doing something with his life and they wanted to ruin it in any way, shape, or form. And he said that his mother was going to be moving out there. I can't remember between 2010 and 2013. I said, Andre, this is a very, don't do that. Because you know what your mom's about. I hate to really put it that way to you, but I got to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. She tried destroying your life, so please be careful. He's like, I know, I know, I know. I said, okay, that's all I could give you. That's all the advice I could give you. So going back into his financial situation in 2008, he came out of A school, and everyone, every CB is awarded with 18000 U.S. dollars. When he first got that money, he bought a TV. He was about what eight hundred dollars. He bought this. He bought that. He spent about two thousand dollars at Walmart alone. He got a Mustang and put a down payment of between three thousand and five thousand U.S. By the time two months rolled around, when August came, he was broke. He couldn't even pay rent. That money was put in. It was an inheritance from the United States Navy. It was put into the wrong hands of an individual who did not know how to do anything in regards to assets. Could you imagine? This was during the Great Financial Crisis. Had it already started just a year before with the Lehman Brothers and the investment banks completely falling apart, going into 2008 and 2009 being the epicenter of it all. This was during all of that. If Andre was smart, he would have invested a little bit of that, said, okay, 100 for Facebook, 100 over here, 100 in that. Okay, you know what, these these stocks and bonds, these have fallen apart. I'm going to invest. Fucking Andre would be probably a billionaire right now. Because he would have – he literally – oh, man. And I have no regrets because I didn't have that amount of money, and who knows what I would have done with that money. But again, that's like a huge pay raise that he got, and all of that led him into a financial mess. Yes, we ended up getting evicted out of our apartment, which further dampened my credit rating out there in America. You know, if it wasn't for that, and the phones and all these other, you know, the bullshit phone bills. And they're like, oh, you got to pay us $600 for one month. I said, fuck off. You guys are ridiculous. You know what I mean? (sighs) Guys, in saying that, what I'm trying to say here is if your pattern is to spend everything you get, most likely an increase in cash will just result in an increase in spending, such as what happened to Andre. So, again, that saying, a fool and his money is one big party, or a fool with money is soon departed. All these different little quotes I've come up with. I've talked about this on my ESL podcast, too. See, it's kind of like today. If you look at today, doctors, they face all those challenges, too, financially speaking, right? Insurance companies taking control of the business, managed healthcare, government intervention, malpractices. We look at today, kids want to be famous athletes, movie stars, rock stars, all those bullshits, CEOs, you want to name it. Bro, man, I'm telling you, a lot of these people, they want to be founders and CEOs. I'm the founder of this, CEO of this and that and this, all that ridiculousness, right? They want the fame. They want the money. They want the prestige. That's the reason what motivates kids to do well in school today. Little do they know, of course, academic success brings them none of that. See? Because students leave school without financial skills, millions of educated people pursue their profession successfully, but later find themselves struggling financially. See, they work harder, but don't get ahead. What is missing from their education is not how to make money, but how to manage it. It's called financial aptitude. What you do with the money once you make it, how to keep people from taking it from you, how to keep it longer, and how to make that money work hard for you. See, most people, they just don't understand why they struggle financially. Because they don't understand their cash flow, or they just don't understand what cash flow is. See, a person can be highly educated, professionally successful, but financially illiterate. See, these people often work harder than they need to Because guess what? They learn how to work hard, but not how to have their money work hard for them. And this is how people are made in the financial realm of their lives. It's kind of crazy, huh? Think about all the get-rich-quick people. People, I want to make money, I want the fame, I want this, I want that. They're still not educated. And this is why it is so, so important to become very, very educated. And, you know, in terms of finances. And this is what we're going to be going through, guys. And in the next podcast, that's what we're going to be starting off. How the quest for a financial dream turns into a financial nightmare. So, guys, stay tuned for more. I'm your host, as always, over and out.